Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dojo Podcast. Uh, this is episode two. We have a special guest. I'll get to that in a second. My name is Logan. Thomas. We're missing Kyle today, but in instead of Kyle, we have our other roommate, Vincent. Hello. Who is... Well, he's Vincent. I forgot to start this timer. Let me just start that real quick. But he's going to join us on this podcast. You know, he's got he's got a lot of good things to say. He's got a good... Well, not that Kyle is, uh, you know, but we got Vincent this week because Kyle's out of town. So I guess let's just jump right into it, guys. Um, we can start with sports because that's the first thing on the dock, and we started with sports last week. Um, you know, we can talk about the Lakers second because, you know, I would rather talk about the Blazers, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the Blazers, we are from Portland. We all really like the Blazers. Not really like. I mean, I, I, I really like the Blazers. I'm a little bit of a Fairweather fan compared to, like, how I follow the NFL and stuff, but they're pretty good this year, and I I feel like they could like go on a pretty decent run here at the end of the season. I know last year, I remember around this time, they got really fucking hot, and then they kind of crumpled right before the end of the season, and then playoffs, they just shat the bed, so I don't, I, I'm a little nervous that they might like repeat history here, but I think that they could potentially get Western Conference Finals, but... I'm keeping my expectations down. Um, so yesterday they played the Thunder. Thunder, a very good team. We haven't been able to beat them this season, but they've been close games. Um, so when I'm talking with my friends about the Blazers, they're pretty much always like, the Blazers are kind of just this weird team that's like made up about a like with a bunch of stragglers, I want to say. Not even stragglers, but they've, they have a pretty solid team. Nurk, a double-double guy, and uh, you have, obviously, McCollum, Lillard. It's a pretty solid court, right. I'd say, and they just added Cantor at sol- the deadline. They, they're, they're, like, pretty deep. I mean, the bench, mm-hmm. like, they've got some fucking garbage, like Myers yeah. Leonard, who's just <laughs> terrible. They've got a few He's... garbage players, but they've got, you know, they're starting five. If, like, Aminu or whatever was replaced with, like, a different player who is, you know... Better. Um, that would be dope. Um, but they, they've got a pretty solid team right now. They're not going to beat the Warriors, but no one is. So I don't. I don't feel too bad about that at this point. No. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So I guess the Blazers are great, and um, we just want to give them a quick shout. Quick you know, shout out. Shout out to CJ. CJ's been kind of struggling this year, but that's you know, Nurk's gotten way better, and CJ's like kind of worse. Mm-hmm. So like. We'll but I mean, that. compared to some of these other like front runners in the Western Conference, I feel like, and it's a tough conference to be right. in, being yeah. what the fourth seed last year, right? Uh three seed. Three seed, actually. I will throw being, that up in the edit because I don't being know. A, a pretty good seed last year. I feel like it was just kind of like we. It's a redemption year. Yes. I feel like this year we have something to prove. We're last gonna year. lose in five games in the first <laughs> round this year. Oh boy. Yeah. Um. um what else? Oh, I just think so. I forgot. Uh. I don't care. Uh, do we want to move on then to the Lakers? Yeah, then? let's go to the Lakers. So the Lakers, the fact that we even talk about the Lakers is like shows the power of the power and kind of the gravitational pull of LeBron's presence on like any NBA team because he's played for the Lakers and they're fucking terrible. Outside of LeBron and kind of Brandon Ingram, they're fucking awful. But they're still probably the most talked about team in the NBA. So what was it? They got less than a one percent chance. I was to make gonna the say, yeah. Um, talk. There's a, been a lot of talks on ESPN, all these sports outlets that are saying 
not that great of a chance of making the playoffs and their strength of the schedule they're listed at 10th right now and some of their tougher ga- tougher games would be the bucks raptors warriors thunder celtics and oh, portland shit. actually Jeez. so that's fucking, that's yeah a, that's pretty tough so i mean at this point when you're looking at a team that and you have lebron he's aging obviously I mean, everybody's aging, father time is a father time mm-hmm. so i mean with this young core and you have lebron and you don't really have a great outlook for the playoffs you got to think rest lebron I just what saw an article think? that yeah. said they're they're like gonna lower his minutes he's gonna be like on minute restrictions oh. which is like kind of controversial but it's like when you're lebron and you're on this garbage team that oh my god i gotta tell you i want the lakers to succeed just because i really like lebron but it's it's kind of bittersweet it's better because lebron is like wasting another year mm-hmm. but it's sweet because all the laker fans that i've seen on reddit and facebook and in real life that are like man the lakers are going to be the fucking three seed guaranteed or i remember they played the blazers week one and all the laker fans on reddit were like why are we playing the the blazers in the first game don't you think we should get someone more high caliber like the thunder or the warriors or the celtics it was like all right, dude. Fuck you. And now we're what the five seed, and they're like the yeah. ten seed or eleven seed. They're the ten seed. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I hate it. I hope they do better next year. But yeah, yeah. I mean, they have the young core in Kuzma, Ingram. See, Hart. See, that's the thing, though, is with the young crew, they need LeBron in the past has literally had a number two guy to lean on. Every yeah, single you're year. right. Because he See, had that's Kyrie, the biggest he had love. Because yeah. LeBron is not a straight up raw score like Kobe or well, something. Yeah, you like look that. at his See? early Cleveland years; he didn't have that. And yeah, he struggled exactly. See, the and thing so, is, no matter how good you are, I mean, in the NBA where there's so much talent, you can't carry a team. You can't win you, a championship. You can't win nowadays. Yeah. Nowadays, yeah. nowadays, less than yeah. two All Stars, you're not winning. Yeah, a nowadays, especially now with teams that are built with you know three All Stars on the same team, it's like you're gonna need a second guy. We're we're kind of in that super team era where like. It's, we hope next year we'll see like the Lakers kind of make moves, maybe trade some pieces to get like say, get another Brandon superstar. Ingram better play better, like more consistently. They just need to up their trade value before the end yeah. of the year. See, because they have like a young core that's overall pretty average. Like they're all pretty talented, but none of them's good enough to be that number two guy. So yeah, they got to figure something out with that. Right. Um, they don't have a center either. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, McGee is like fine for like. I mean, if he were to come off the bench, I feel like he would be fired. <laughs> Off the bench, yeah, oh. he's fine. I, I so, mean, yeah, I was telling you the other day that pretty much for the last however long LeBron has been in the league, no, maybe ten years, the last ten years, the formula that has worked is LeBron plus shooters, yeah. and the Lakers don't have any of those, so it's just it's LeBron so, baby. <laughs> plus plus people who shoot like twenty percent from the fucking three point line, and it's just like. Ugh, it's it's will, a little frustrating because they're fucking ass. I will say though, well, if I were to be in like the organization, I'd say Kuzma is one of those guys that I feel like he has so much potential. Maybe a future All Star, possibly. I'm calling it right now. Market. I I see Kuzma as a as a rising star. Yeah. So did they put him in the rising star game like four years ago? <laughs> no, he's not that old. He's, yeah, he's, oh, he's, that's he's the a, thing is the, like, like I like I'm ragging on the Lakers' young core, and I think they're garbage now. But, like, the average age for, like, that young core is, like, younger than me. So, that's, yeah. yeah. Um, perspective. But going back to, like, when they were talking about the trade deadline, trying to acquire Anthony Davis, I think it's just kind of like they need to make a move this summer, at least. Yeah, I mean, summer. it's going to be gotta hard. Get, they got to get AD, KD, 
Clay or Kyrie. They need to sign a big name. They uh, yeah, yeah Melo, Melo, Melo doesn't even want to play for the Lakers. I saw the article that was like, <laughs> the trade talks have stopped, and the top comment was like, wow, even Melo doesn't want to go for the Lakers. Yeah, but uh, pretty much what I got to say is they need to rest LeBron, give him like limited minutes if they're not, if the like outlook for the playoffs isn't that great. Which it's not. Which it's not. Uh, give LeBron the rest and recovery he needs, oh, yeah. get him ready for next season. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Another sports topic that I kind of wanted to, we didn't put it down here, but I just thought of it as we were sitting here, was Antonio Brown and kind of NFL, because it's trade season, it's free agency season in the mm-hmm. NFL, the, NBA, the NFL never fucking sleeps. I saw a thing today, so obviously Antonio Brown has famously in the last you know two months kind of voiced his dissatisfaction with the Steelers organization as requested to be traded, and the GM's like, fine, fuck it, we'll shop him on the market. Uh, as of this podcast on March 8th, he hasn't been traded, but today, someone, one of his buddies posted an Instagram live of him, like, working out, and he was doing, like, upright rows, the exercise doesn't matter, he was doing upright rows, and then he finishes and turns to the camera and goes, Hey, I'm a, I'm announce my team in a little yeah, bit. Y'all yeah. just y'all just wait there. That's hype. That was like four hours ago or something, and that hasn't happened. So I don't know. But but his friend in the background said, "Hey, you're already wearing yellow or no, black and silver, like the Raiders color." So uh, maybe he'll go to the Raiders. I think the Raiders is dope. A lot of people were saying the Seahawks is a good fit, but no fucking way. You don't think so? Okay. I don't just wa- just as a, a little a bit background. Fit. Big Seahawks fan. Yeah, Big Seahawks are, fan yeah, right here. We're, we're a Seahawks household, pretty much. I would like him as just the physical player that he is. Mm-hmm. He's too much of a distraction. He brings a lot of drama. He's too expensive. And the Steelers are like, hurt it or we need two first-round picks. Not going to fucking happen. He's like mm-hmm. 30 years old. Yeah, yeah I think it kind of goes back to like, I mean, he came from like, I wouldn't say nothing, but he came from... Not, not that big of a school. Yeah, he's not he's not a big prospect, and he had to make a name for himself. Very impressive. And he made for a name for himself in the NFL, one of the best leagues in the world. Absolutely. And yeah, One of the best leagues? The best league in the a world. Football, the premier football. football. <laughs> the American Football the American Association football. or whatever is not quite there, and the XFL has not even started. Yeah, the but, CFL, though, is so good that Johnny Football couldn't even make a team. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I guess it kind of just go back to like the Steelers dysfunction with Le'Veon Bell and like, um, Antonio was talking about Ben Roethlisberger's work ethic. So I guess it's just a trickle down kind of thing. I feel like Antonio Brown's kind of a fucking douchebag, but I also feel like Ben is also kind of a prick. He's probably like, like, you know, I like their coach and I like their GM, but I feel like Ben is probably like, he's probably almost never been like, my bad. That's my bad, guys. I mean, you know, like, when I play basketball, if I do, like, literally anything that's not, like, perfect, I'm like, guys, that's, it's, like, to a point where it's excessive. But Big Ben's probably on the other end of the excessive, other end of the spectrum where he's, like, never taken the blame for something. Mm-hmm. That's probably a little bit frustrating for Antonio, but he now, what, there, there were rumors that he was going to go to Buffalo, and he told the Buffalo, Steelers, yeah. he's like, if you trade me to them, I'm not going to report to camp. <laughs> and the Buffalo Bills were like... Okay, well, we're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna do that then. Yeah. So it's it's he's kind of a prima donna. Yeah. So uh, going back to the silver and black thing, Raiders. What do you think about the combo of Derek Carr, Gruden, and Brown? 
on there. Their car is like okay. Right. I, I thought Gruden was better until this year. I, remember, I mean, it's, it's his first season. You I remember like bit. four years ago thinking when Pete Carroll retires, we're going to get John Gruden out of retirement. Now I'm like, <laughs> please God, anyone else? I let's mean, let's get someone who's shaken Sean McVay's hand once to be our coach. I mean, it's his first year back in the league coaching, so I mean, give him give him a couple more seasons. Oh no, I'm, I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt because yeah. he's making a lot uh, yeah. of big changes and he can't turn those draft picks into success without actually drafting them first. Yeah. But yeah, um, mm-hmm. that's the end of AB. A- Wait, a- hold on. Let me just one yeah, question for you guys. What do you guys think of uh, AB's uh, golden mustache that he's got going on right now? <laughs> it's kind of mustache. Yeah, let yeah, me just pull it up real quick. Yeah, um, I. I'll just say this, like his fashion choices and stuff, I respect it. It's it's baller. What's it's his baller like nickname? He's he's had started like this last Mr. Big I Chest. Think. It's Mr. Big Chest or Mr. Big Checks or something like that. I, I swear I'm almost positive it's Mr. Big Chest, but let's see here. We'll throw oh, up, that's uh, quite we'll a, throw a gold we'll mustache. Please send me that when yeah, we're sitting yeah. here. Uh it's it's like a walrus. Well, um, it's like a <laughs> I really thought it would be a lot better, but this is awful. No, oh my it's god. Pretty bad. <laughs> All right, well, so that's that's killed the AD conversation. Let's let's move on. That's enough for sports for this mm-hmm. week. We're like halfway through the podcast. We've only talked about the Lakers and Antonio Brown, what, what the people want to hear about. Uh, let's see. What do you, do you want to talk about the celebrity chef thing here? Oh, that's a fucking Tom. Which celebrity chef would you want to make you a meal? Guy Fieri or Chrissy Teigen? Fucking easy, bro. No, no, no. That's that's my preferences. <laughs> So, so this segment, next segment. So I thought of this, I thought of this kind of just on the fly, which celebrity chef would you want you to, to make you a meal? And let's not throw Gordon Ramsay in there just cause that's like, that's the generic Bobby answer. Flay. Yeah. Bobby Flay's a, Bobby Flay's a good guy. He was a Can good you? celebrity chef. Yeah. Shelf. <laughs> Put some books on him. He was a good celebrity chef like 10 years ago and now like no one cares. But he has that he's a he has that show now, um, beat Bobby Flay, where like these amateur slash like mid tier cooks take him on, mm-hmm. and sometimes I mean they get the best of him, but like he probably has like a 70 percent win rate. I mean he's a good chef. Um, my personal picks, Logan already read them off, but I would pick Guy Fieri just because he's a fucking boss. He's always wearing those bowling shirts i feel like he would just be fire a large yeah a larger than life character who would he would whip me up some he would take us to flavor town. he would take us to flavor town exactly just a segue into flavor town i it would be yeah amazing. See, that's the thing is it's not really a fair competition because guy fieri is like this They're like one. on opposite kind of tr- like yeah, yeah. guy fieri is known for like his over you know he got he's over the top yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, he's a fucking meme lord <laughs> okay here here I'll, I'll put this in there guy fieri is kind of like the garbage food that you would have on cheat day, like fucking burgers, fries, like anything smothered in just fucking Jeez. goodness. And Chrissy Teigen's like, here's fucking avocado toast, but it's like it's way more yeah. extra. Yeah. And that would be my other pick, Chrissy Teigen, just because she's very attractive. And um, she just had a kid. Cut she that. just had a baby. She's married to John Legend. I feel like I could ask her some questions about John Legend. You know, maybe get a sneak performance. I'm just gonna bleep the word, but the rest of the conversation, everyone else is gonna know what we're talking about, anyways. Um, but Chrissy Teigen, I love her. I, she's she's a great personality, yeah. and I just love her. Hearing husband her husband was the voice of the Google Home for a while, and then I changed it to an Aussie woman because I think that's just so sexy. Mm-hmm. You know, they're both robots. That's amazing. Okay, so Vincent, you're a celebrity chef pick. I'd probably go with Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri, yeah, exactly. Um, so all, it's, it's, is it unanimous? 
It's unanimous. We didn't have it's unanimous last week when we were doing celebrity brawls. We've got unanimous now. I didn't even think Chrissy Teigen was a sh- celebrity chef. I didn't even know um, that. She's, like she's, she's, if Kyle she's, here, I would really question. Uh, he would probably go with Chrissy, wouldn't she say? Kyle. Yeah, but I mean, Chrissy Teigen's <laughs> kind of been like in the modeling scene for a while, and then she kind of emerged in the... Yeah, I didn't know she was a cook until like recently. Yeah, she kind of got more into that. Yeah, she kind of just got into that more now. Um, okay, into our next segment. Um, Kyle's recurring segment, actually. He's not here. Thomas will be taking over. I will be taking over. Trader Joe's food item of the week. The pork ones, not the chicken ones. <laughs> All right. Uh, my pick this week would be the Trader Joe's gyozas, specifically the pork variety. Um, they're really easy to make. Everybody loves a good gyoza or dumpling. So, I mean, that's it's, all I Here's the say. thing is I make these probably once or twice a week. It's challenging because you want to balance the heat right with the steam. Me personally, I like a little bit of a crispier bottom. Mm-hmm. That's but it can't be cold, obviously. So you got to get a little crispier bottom. But when you put the lid on steam, you don't want to like steam it for too long. You want to have too much water, too cold. You know all this. There's a lot of factors at play. It's easy to make. It's hard to perfect. You know, there's a learning. Yeah. There's a learning curve on the gyozas. It's kind of like pancakes. Good pancakes are good. Most pancakes are mediocre. And I'll say this, they give you instructions on the back of the bag that are like pretty on the T when it comes to preparing them, but I mean, they're also, they have that room where you can just fuck them up pretty easily if you forget about them. Yeah. You can fuck them up and they'll, they'll taste they'll, good, mm-hmm. it's just for me, it's like an 80% is like a squishy gyoza and like 100% is this nice crispy but still a little bit of mush, perfect little... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just uh, one thing, Trader Joe, if you're listening to this, one suggestion, though, is to, you know, just add, like, a packet of sauce or something. Ooh. Yes, yes, not exactly. a lot of people, like, you know, they don't know how to make a good sauce, so they just throw in some soy sauce. That's not the best, you know, you want to add some, you know, sesame and something. Who would do that? that? Who would do that? I don't want, I don't want to be, like, racist or anything, but, like, okay, most Asian, most Asian people, they'll have, like, these soy sauces and other dra- Asian dressings in their house that they can make a nice gyoza sauce, but... What I found with other gyozas is they'll dumplings in general. And dumplings in general, they'll give you a nice sauce packet that's like the nice blend of sweet and salty. What is so, even mildly racist about what you just said? I don't know. I thought it kind of come off as racist. It was just kind of. Like I thought you were white, gonna go the route like white people don't. <laughs> well, I was just saying white people. Yeah, it was kind of. I was kind of going in that direction, but I was just like Asian people have more of a variety in their cabinet. Vince, you can back me up. Depends. White people have uh, eight different kinds of salt in their cabinets. Or like, you know, if you want some barbecue sauce. Yeah, you want to dip the barbecue (laughs) sauce. uh, Dip the gyoza with the barbecue sauce. There you go. You have a pick for this week, Trader Joe's item? Uh, probably the Kung Pao Chicken, actually. I got, Goomba! you know, Kung Pao Chicken solid. I was never, you know, I'm a, a fan of the orange chicken, but it's a little too much sometimes. So the Kung Pao, you, you can definitely go a uh, much better choice with that. What's the preparation on that? I'm curious. I've never bought it. I've, I've always seen like the beef well, broccoli. The Kung Pao. Yeah. So, so, you know, all you have to do is you open the bag and it's, all the ingredients are in there. You just pour it into a pan, and it's going to be the chicken and the vegetables that you heat up first. And then mm-hmm. once you know the chicken's golden brown, you uh, throw in your sauce, heat that up, and then lastly, just add the peanuts on top, which is uh, you know it's a good look. It's very easy to prepare. It's a good look. Yeah, mm-hmm. good look. All right, next segment. Yeah, next segment. All right, so we're that, that's enough food for today. Let's see, what do we want to talk about next? Okay, so I figured now that we're here, we would talk about the origins. So we're called the Dojo Podcast. Mm-hmm. And now, 
the reason we're called that, we didn't talk about this in the first one, so it might have come off a little weird, makes no sense. So we, our household is called the dojo. That's what we called it because we're college kids and we need to have kind of a weird, absurd name for our house. Everyone does. My brother lived in a house called the Death Star, and I was like, that is super dope, but hella nerdy. Mm-hmm. It's because sophomore year, when he first moved into this house, we're still in the same house. It was us three and our friend, who Selena, who is also Asian. Gotta give her that name drop. So we were 75% Asian at the time. So I said, why don't we go by the dojo because we're mostly Asian and that's the only thing I know about Asian culture is that they like karate. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, and over the years, we kind of, the split reduced. Um, our junior year, right. it, um, Kara moved in and Kyle moved in. So we added another Caucasian and we added a half-white, half-Caucasian. So the split was 50-50. You just said half-white, half-Caucasian. I don't think that's what you meant. You meant half-white, half-Asian. Yeah, half-white, half-Caucasian. Half, I'm half-white, quarter-Caucasian, quarter-Irish. So Yeah, I'm sicko mode. So I meant half-Caucasian, half-Asian sensation. Um, now we're 50-50 now split. We're 50/50 two 50/50 white split. dudes and two... Vietnamese blokes. And uh, once Kara moved out the this year, actually, we're back at, we're still at 50-50. Right. So, but we got to keep the name. Now, the dojo, I, what, what country does that term originate from? Is it Japan? Okay, Kara was... Uh, half Japanese. Half Japanese, so we are allowed to license that name uh, with her consent. Hopefully, mm-hmm. we didn't actually ask her. We just assumed she'd be cool with it. Yeah. Exactly. So that's the origins of our name. Please don't um, write an article on us, Wall Street Journal, because I know you're deep diving for some people to go after. Ooh, you know what we need to talk about? A problem that we've been facing this week (laughs) in the dojo. So this week, I'm sitting there on my Xbox playing Apex Legends with some buddies, (laughs) and and in uh, the corner of my eye, I'm sitting there, you can see the hallway, I see this little black thing move across the hallway and I get up and I run in there mid-game because I was so concerned and I turned to Thomas sitting in the living room like do you see that and he's like do you see that it's like the spider-man pointing at each other <laughs> yeah exactly yeah was, we saw a mouse yeah I, um I was in the recliner in the living room playing Tetris 99 and I see I see the scurry too it came from the living room it originated from the living room I see like a little dash. It kind of looked. I couldn't. It was like a, a shadow because it was so fast. And then so quick, so quick. I get up. Tyson we, out there. Yeah, we meet up in the middle, and we're just like, "What was that?" So like, obviously, we're not crazy, and only one of us saw it. So, and we concluded it was a mouse slash rat. It was black. I don't know yeah. if rats come in black. Uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not hurt. Yeah. Um, see, this issue has been long going. It actually originated last year, and the first time right. was when I came back. It was just me. Uh, I came back to the house during the summer, and I looked down at the couch in the living room, and it's torn up, and you see little dots around it. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of looked it closer, and I realized it was some sort of animal feces. And then I went over to our where we keep our rice, right? And I looked in, and it was probably mm-hmm. the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. They built a nest. There's a lot basically, of basically trappings back there 
There was a nest? Yeah, they nested. They kind of nested back there. There was shit. They ate into the rice. There was shit. There was was loose rice. Yeah, and it just ruined all of our grocery That was like over winter break, and Mm -hmm. we've since learned not to put your food on the floor. Mm -hmm. Essentially. Yeah. Like, in within... um, The thing is, mice and rats can fucking climb up, so, like, even our pantry shelves aren't safe. But... Yeah, I so mean, we're we're dealing with a mouse this week. We got a trap. Oh my god, this thing is a mouse mind. It is so smart. We put out a trap that night. It's like a heavy duty, like fucking flex out rat trap, and we put peanut butter on it. And the next morning, I wake up and I like go look at it because it's behind the couch. That's where we found rat crap before. The peanut butter was licked clean, but the trap didn't go off. So this mouse apparently saw it and was like. I'm gonna lick all that peanut butter, but I'm not gonna actually. He's just licking it very gently. Touch okay. it. Okay. Um, I have a theory that, I mean, we lifted up our couch in the living room. We saw there was kind of like some suspicious, I guess, like leadings to a mouse or a rat. So we kind of concluded. So we put the trap back there. And my, uh, just a little backstory. My parents have had problems with mice before, so I've set traps for them. Actually, my parents had rats too last weekend when I went home. So it's, oh, interesting. It's rat, yeah, it's in the pan- season, in the pantry. Yeah, in the pantry, right? Because it's too cold for them to go outside. Well, actually, I just had some plumbing fixed at my old house, so we had the doors open. So I'm sure there's some rats. Yeah, some rats came in. Yeah. yeah, but um, so I got a little bit of experience setting uh mm-hmm. mouse right rat traps. So back to what Logan was saying, he ate the fucker ate the peanut butter, but didn't set off the trap. So that's what leads me to believe it's a mouse, not a rat, because it's a rat too, is like this big gargantuan yeah, big guy beast. Mm-hmm. Whereas a mouse would like be able to like kind of hang off to the side, eat the peanut butter, like bring it back to its friends, and then be fun. Whereas a rat would fucking get its fucking neck snapped. Since we have been dealing with this mouse, I went and watched clips from the movie Mouse Hunt. Have you ever, guys, you guys ever seen the movie? No, I've it never It came out it. the year we were born. It's the greatest movie. So, it's the perfect movie, I'd say. It's with Nathan Lane and some other celebrity who's not important enough for me to remember. Oh, is, now is that also uh, the same as Stuart Little? Is no, that based off of it's Mouse? It's almost the reverse. The reverse. Okay. Now, Stuart Litter is based off the mouse from Mouse Hunt, and it's when they don't catch him, he goes on to his life as Stuart Little. So it's a prequel, I mean, really, even though it came out after. I'm pretty sure I saw Stuart Little. Didn't he play soccer or something? Or like he flew an airplane? Stuart Little was, was the guy with uh, with the uh, family. with Parkinson's. Oh, Michael J. Fox. Then, oh, then uh, I just have everything it's, messed it's up. It's Michael J. Fox and Jonathan Lipnicki yeah. and the woman who's really tall, Gina Davis, mm-hmm. and and uh. Doctor House. Doctor oh, oh, God, I, I got That's it. Hugh Laurie. We gotta, yeah, we gotta watch that oh, Fire! But yeah, we need to watch uh, Mouse Hunt because it's amazing. There's a scene where they set up a hundred mouse traps and the mouse sets off the furthest away trap <laughs> and all the traps start flying towards them and they're like, oh no! It's it's pretty slapsticky. It's not very good actually, but um, when I was a kid, I was like, this is fucking dope. Um, so yesterday actually, we went to go buy... Uh, rat poison mouse poison at fred meyer and that kind of just made me think of the game rat trap uh mouse trap have you guys ever played that is this like the board game board game where you're like little there's like a bunch of it's like it's it's pretty 3d and then yeah you said it's like it's pretty gimmicky but it's kind of fun that's cool yeah it's kind of fun um yeah (laughs) i don't know it just kind of reminded me of that i have played the interesting um 
All right, well, so I will, we'll keep you updated if we end up catching this mouse. The, the hole in the trap we bought is, like, pretty small. So if it is a rat, we're going to have a little trouble killing it, I'd say. But we'll see. Oh, yeah, um, since then, we've reset up the rat slash mouse trap to... I've tried More to, sensitive. More sensitive. I've tried to make it more sensitive because that's kind of how they're designed, even though they're spring-loaded, that you can, like, do it one way where it'll be more sensitive and maybe it'll trigger for a lighter creature, but I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully we'll catch something. Hopefully we'll resolve the problem. Next segment. <laughs> Sorry, I was responding to a text message, which is the most appropriate thing I could be doing right now. This is kind of bummed, but bummer, but I just kind of want to like touch on it yeah. for a second. Alex Trebek uh, of Jeopardy! The Host, if you've ever heard of Jeopardy!, which I know you have. You're lying if you haven't. Had announced this week he had stage four patri- uh, patriotic cancer. <laughs> That's the dope kind of cancer. Uh, pancreatic cancer, uh, in like the most like fun and like badass way he could. The video he put out on the Jeopardy channel was like, you know, kind of sad just kind of when you think about the atmosphere of it, but the way he announced it, he's like, and I will beat it because I have to host Jeopardy for three years. It's in my contract. <laughs> I have to. So I appreciated yeah. that, but it's a real bummer because mm-hmm. that's a pretty rough form of cancer yeah i mean such a great attitude coming from one of the greatest tv game shows game show hosts mm-hmm. of all time it's basically him or bob barker yeah exactly yeah. Uh, take your pick yeah i was gonna say i kind of grew up watching jeopardy just because my mom wanted to put it on because uh our household and she, she was just like you need to get like a little bit more education and we didn't have cable tv it was on like so, channel yeah. like channel two or something like that. Uh, it was channel two at five. I think at five. like five six something like that. He knows. I two. watched. I watched yeah. that and then Wheel of uh, Wheel, Wheel of Fortune. Fortune. Yeah, so, it's kind of like Jeopardy is kind of like the more nostalgic. the more like in depth like educational and then Wheel of Fortune a little more laid back. You know, like more laid back, a little more fun, a little more fun, a little more laid back. But wild, I did you know? I did enjoy Jeopardy a little bit more I, as I get older. I can like kind of appreciate like. The people like how fucking smart they are. Do you think uh, Alex Trebek over the years has become like just a really good trivia player? Just based, yeah. On just <laughs> I think he's just always Probably. been such an intelligent man that like when he gets put into that situation, he has to ask all these questions, be knowledgeable about all these different situations. I think he could probably. I don't know that he could just win like the average game, but he could. He could compete. Yeah, I don't, could do I, I don't really know enough about like if he's smart or not what i i just want to touch on this real quick i, I watch sports jeopardy with my dad sometimes that's mm-hmm. dope you know who hosts it is um uh, oh i can't remember his name he's one of the sports guys on fucking nbc sports but he hosts it and it's dope and it's just sports stuff and so i like will get two questions instead of one which is what i normally get with jeopardy and it makes me feel dumb <laughs> So yeah, Alex Trebek. I don't really want to end it on that. Do you guys have anything you want to talk about? Um, I guess I guess here? we'll just talk about. Uh, I added some of the prognosis stuff. So just like the de- okay. disease, like like it, just as it progresses, five year survival rate is about three percent. Not three percent. Not great. Oh. That's cited by the American Cancer Society. Stage four, meaning that the cancer is spread to another part of the body. And I mean, that means it can't be treated with surgery, rather be treated with chemo, kind of improving quality of life instead of curing. But I mean, it's, it's dim, but I feel like if anybody it's can grim. do it, it's, it's grim. It's grim. If anybody could do it, it would be him. Fucking and 
Jeopardy is dope. Protect Alex Trebek at all costs. Yeah, it's like, this is the real test of if famous people have a secret cure for cancer that we don't know about. I guess Paul Allen dying was like, we know that rich people don't have a secret cure because he was worth like more than the sun in money. So mm-hmm. what are you looking at? Who would? Who would? I'm, I was going oh, right. to segue into International Women's Day. International Women's Day. <laughs> um, I just want to give a quick shout yeah. out to my friend Jose, Jose Alvarado. Right. Um, him and I are hanging out and we're kind of talking about, you know, badass women. And we're talking about how a woman invented Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. This isn't today or like this week. This is kind of just like, I don't know, this is kind of out of the blue random. But he was, he kind of gave me this random fact. He's like, fun fact, a woman invented Wi-Fi slash Bluetooth. And I'm like, that's tight. I'm like, I need to like bring this up in conversation more. So let me just... Find your name, Ruka. I had this earlier. Why don't but... we do, like, our, you know, just not our favorite necessarily, but, like, our mm-hmm. woman pick of, like, this woman's badass and we want to mm-hmm. name drop her on this podcast. We'll save you for last. Okay. All Who right. do you want to go first? Um, just, like, I kinda, a celebrity or whoever something, you want to name. Something I've kind of been, been into a lot lately is, like, women's music, R&B, like, that oh, kind of thing. I've been listening to a lot of Ella May and SZA. Um, and they're great, fantastic <coughs> artists. I've always been a big fan of Rihanna too. So I just want to say, shout out to the women artists. Keep doing your thing. Your music is great. And like, I do just, appreciate mm-hmm. the sentiment, but I did ask for one person. <laughs> I mean, I, I pick Solange, bro. That's yeah. Cool. I mean, Solange's new album is fire. Yeah, I'm skating around the top. You're I'm the real just, Noel's sister. <laughs> I'm really just trying to like not seem like pick out one and stick into it. That's fair. Um, yeah, well, I like my mom. God, you stole mine! You stole I, sorry, did. I, I was gonna say Shout that, out to Vincent's mom. Uh, sorry, Corinne. Shout out to Corinne. Oh, You're great. No. Um, I'll give you, I'll let you do it. I'm also, I'll pick the second one. Let's see. I'll pick, like, Ruth Bader Ginsburg or something. She's old as hell, and she's been on the Supreme Court forever. I, oh, you don't know right. who she is. But she's really famous, and hopefully someone watching this podcast knows who that is. She'll, she'll be my badass woman, but she has to share it with my mom because, honestly, they're equally badass. Uh, probably ex-First uh, Lady Obama. Michelle. You know, Michelle, Michelle Obama. Michelle's dope. She, yeah. though, I will say this against Michelle, she made our lunches shitty in middle school. I think our lunches were just already. <laughs> I mean, school, we, like, school lunches. we had to buy, like, insert mm-hmm. organic snack oh, yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. It's garbage. Um, I want to get fat, Michelle. You're not helping so yeah i mean that's kind of for a good reason because obesity is like a big epidemic in the u.s yeah that's great yeah so i kind of just want to oh yeah going off the health aspect i mean it's good what she did but well um so do we want to just like i think that's i think we're at time because we're a little bit over because i started this late actually this clock i use a clock so you guys know at home Mm -hmm. a little behind the scenes um, so I think we're gonna call it there. Do you guys have any final things you wanna get out? Um, just on this day, I wanna say a shout out to the women everywhere, and that's it for me. <laughs> shout out to the shout family. out to these guys for letting me be on the podcast. You know, I had a good time. You know, shout out Vince. We're gonna have to bring one. We're probably yeah, gonna cycle through guests. Mm-hmm. You know, every yeah. now and again. You won't have me or Thomas or Kyle every week. Mm-hmm. I know you want it because we're so entertaining, but mm-hmm. not every week. All right, thanks for watching. We said we said the date already. Mm-hmm. Peace.